Hey everyone, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Charmander, just waiting for the time to shine. Uh, today, I say, I don't know, I assume that's what's going on in Charmander's brain. Like, he's he's just got to be like, I just want to blow things up! You know, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that Pokemon. I don't know what's going on with any Pokemon. They just say their names. Um, today on the show, I want to talk about getting out of your own head. And uh, I think this is something that every single human being on exist- in existence can relate to in some shape or form is um, getting out of your own head uh, when, when you're kind of ruminating, right? When you kind of going in circles, when you realize that like, you're not getting new information that, that you've got to do something to get out of your own head. And it could be as simple as just going to the coffee shop, right? Or um, calling a friend or listening to a podcast and hearing someone else's problems instead of hearing your own over and over again, right? (laughs) Or trying to help someone, um, or getting doing something that gets you into a flow state, right? Anything that is like not necessarily ignoring your problems because you don't want to keep doing that is not about escapism so much as it is about finding a different way to just kind of get new information so that you're not just ruminating on the same stuff over and over again, that you can find some sense of perspective, right? You can connect with a friend who's going through something similar and you can kind of commiserate and share things and, and not necessarily play victim with each other, but find ways to listen to each other and help each other grow. Right. I think that is essentially the goal. It's not about commiserating. Like I said, it's about finding, listening to someone so that you can help them. And through that, you kind of help yourself. Like, that's why I do this show is that I can, I'm trying to help people, but like indirectly by sharing my issues. And I know they listen to the show because they're like, great, I can finally let go of my issues and listen to this douchebag talk about things for a while. Right. Uh, I I mean, I think that's fun. So that's kind of why I do it. So um, yeah, so we do always talk about getting out of your own head. It's, it's particularly useful for introverts, but talk about extroverts a little bit too. And, um, you know, cause uh, everyone's got this problem. So it, it really depends on your circumstances and how you need to get out of your own head. But, uh, you know, I was going to share and, you know, you listen to someone vacuum for a while. That's fun. This is going to be a good show. <laughs> so, uh, let's hit the button and do the thing on dopamine. Let's go. Okay, so this month, uh, November, we don't have any sponsors for this show, but if you are interested in being a sponsor for the show, hit me up here at anchor.fm slash dopamine, send me a voice message or hit me up at Let's Go C-Note, um, basically charging per thousand listens for the entire month. So your spot gets to be heard for the entire month. Um, uh, and it'll, I don't delete the actual ads. So you get your ad read over and over and over again, um, for repeat listens and all of that stuff. So we have people who are mental health, uh, uh, not experts, but like people that are, um, interested in growing and developing themselves and their mental health and, um, learning to be better entrepreneurs. So it's perfect for coaches. If you're doing any kind of teaching, like those will make some of the best sponsors. So feel free to hit me up at let's go see notes on all my social channels and let's get you on the show. Let's and uh, yeah, on with the show. Let's go talk about the topic. Let's do this. All right, everyone. Welcome to the show. How you doing? Happy November. 
2018, November 1st. Oh, we are, we are living our lives, aren't we? <laughs> We're doing things. Um, I don't always say the date, but when I say the date, it like makes me think of more mortality and, and it bugs me. I don't even, I don't really think about, it's interesting. I don't think about time a lot. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's, it's like a, a weird part of reality that I don't really think about too much these days, but yeah, I don't like reference time too much. I mean, I'm kind of like, especially during the week, I'm just kind of like in the grind of it the first five days of the week. And then Saturday and Sunday, like I don't plan very far ahead. I'm just not that kind of person. Like I plan a week in advance for these podcasts and I've got things scheduled, but like usually things are like, I don't know what's coming. You know, even if I got something scheduled for next week, I don't typically look at it until the Sunday before or that morning. Cause I just won't, I either won't remember or I don't know. My brain lately just doesn't think that far ahead. I just don't have that kind of um, care. I don't know. I'm just trying to be more in the moment, I suppose. And um, I guess that just kind of leads me to to feel like I don't think about that so much. I don't know. I feel like ever since then, like my my usage of time has been a little bit fuller, right? And I just, I don't know, for me, that's, that's been amazing. It feels like I, you know, I've been in Rochester for about a year now and it feels like a decade. It feels like we've packed so much stuff into this year that it's just been a lifetime. You know, Molly and I have only known each other for a year, but it feels like we've been together for forever. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's gone by very quickly. So I don't know. Time's weird. Time's a weird construct. Um, <laughs> anyway, as I was tangenting, um, you know, it's, I mean, what's really interesting is it does kind of lead into this concept that I want to talk about today, which is like getting out of your own head, you know? And I think that's really what I've been trying to do is like not allow myself to get so stuck in my head that I'm obsessing over time. Like when, when I need to do something like what I need to do by a certain age or by a certain time period or by the end of the year or something like that. Right. Like how much money I need to make for the quarter or whatever. That's just not, that's not how I think about life. You know, I, I really do try to think of life of a day or a week at a time. And if I think too far ahead, it just kind of feels, it feels too rigid for me. I feel like I'm, I'm planning my life too far ahead. And there was a time in, when I was like 19, 18 or 19, I was with a girlfriend that she was like the girl next door. She was my first love. I was like totally smitten. I was like ready to marry her. And like, I wanted to spend my life with her and kids and all that stuff and stay in Philly and do all of that. But then I just had this freak out where I was just like, wait, no, I don't want my entire life to be planned right now. <laughs> I'm only 19. Um, so I don't know. I, I just wasn't ready for that and uh, didn't, didn't go that route. Um, and she's great. She's amazing. She's got three kids. They're gorgeous kids. Um, and she's doing great. So I'm totally proud of her for that. Um, even though it wasn't me. Right. So that's life. Um, I, and, and part of that like too, is actually like, obsessing about the past and like getting stuck in my own head in that way. Right. Like being kind of neutral and being in the, the present really has allowed me to not think too far ahead and not think too far into the past. Like I reference specific things. If I'm working through something, if I'm working through complex PTSD or referencing how I was when I was a kid, um, in relation to like my mental health or something like all of that stuff, being able to go back and like pluck things out of my past, kind of like a crane arm at like a, one of those stuffed animal machines. Like I just kind of like, let's pull out uh July, 2007. Okay. That was a weird time. Let's put that back. <laughs> right. But I'm not ruminating over the past. Like I, I kind of utilize it for specific things. Um, 
And I, I think that's just been a better way of living for me. It allows me to like not get lost in my brain in a way that's like not healthy for me. Right. And I think that helps, you know, with like mental health stuff too, it's easy to get stuck in your own head when you're just kind of like going in circles. Right. Especially for introverts. I think it's, it's, I think introverts do have an advantage of being sort of coerced to get out of themselves because that is like, it's more publicly accepted to be an extrovert, but introverts, we typically need to like get out of our shell in some sort of way to get new information or new perspectives on humanity and people and things like that in order to bring into our introverted world. Otherwise we just kind of formulate our own gnome world inside of our brains. And we just kind of like stay there and lock the key. But when we have to go out into reality, we seem weird because we have no connection with what reality is. Right. And I think that helps with mental health because if we just kind of like living in our own little gnome world in our brain, but it's being tormented by a Tasmanian devil, like you need to find the tools externally to be able to take, bring back with you in order to exterminate the Tasmanian devil, which I would not want to do. I love the Tasmanian devil. I, I grew up watching Looney Tunes and he was my favorite character. <laughs> he was great. Um, so, you know, being stuck in my own head, I, I realized that getting out of it in terms of either having a conversation with a friend and maybe not even like having the focus be on you. Like, I think that's really nice too. I think with, um, with mental health, it's like, we kind of put stuff out there and everyone's like, Hey, I'm here to listen. I'm here to talk to you. I'm like, maybe I don't want to talk about myself. Maybe I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> and that is like a distracting like thing that is not, um, you know, not like it's an avoidance tactic, but it's like, you know what? I've been so, I've been so in my brain that it would really be nice to get some new information or new perspective from someone else. Right. To know that maybe someone else is dealing with what I'm dealing with or, um, someone else has their own version of issues, really just getting that perspective of knowing that you're not the the only one dealing with difficulties, right? That's just, sometimes that is nice as much as that sucks that, that other people are dealing with things. It's just nice to not feel alone. And I think being in our own head makes it easier for us to feel like we feel alone and um, you know, that it's very isolating. And, and that happens with, entrepreneurship and that answer that, that happens with mental health a lot too. And I'm, I'm dealing with both of those things. You know, I'm, I'm working in my apartment all week and I'm by myself and I don't really want to go out and it's getting colder. So I definitely don't want to go out. <laughs> you know, I have all sorts of excuses um, for me to not go outside and um, it just gets easier and easier <laughs> with time to keep making those excuses. But uh, I also know that if it's going to be in my best interest to get outside and to talk to people and experience new things that, that I need to do that. And, um, you know, I, I think the opposite is true for extroverts, right? I mean, like you need to kind of get into your own head a little bit more. Um, but that's not what we're talking about on this episode. <laughs> we're talking about the opposite, getting out of your head. And, you know, even extroverts some, some, some can sometimes get into that place, right? Where you're spending a little bit too much time by yourself. Um, when, you know, while it's important to be deliberate about the time you spend to yourself, you know, whether you're a feeler or a thinker type, it's important to, to just kind of, uh, to realize when you've hit your limit, right. And it's time to like, okay, I've been ruminating. Somebody really doing vacuuming outside the door. That's fine. You're going to hear some vacuuming for a minute. <laughs> um, actually, you know what, let's take a break and I'll wait until the vacuuming stops and, uh, we'll carry on when that's done. 
All right, welcome back. The vacuum stopped, at least for now. <laughs> so we'll see how long this lasts. Um, oh, there it goes. That's fine. We're going to keep going. That's cool. I think they're moving away anyway. Um, they come in and vacuum the hallways in our apartment and whatever. There's always something, so we'll just have to deal with it. Sorry about that. And I think Anchor does a really good job of like getting rid of ambient noise anyway, so I'll probably just talk a little bit closer to the microphone and um, force it to focus on me. So... Um, what I've basically been talking about is like getting out of your own head. And I think what one of the most useful ways for doing that is just asking how someone else is doing, right? Like genuinely seeing what's going on elsewhere. Right. And I don't mean like, again, not as a means to avoid something like you can make it relevant to what's going on in your head. Like trying to say like, Hey, is anyone else dealing with this right now? Like, is anyone having some difficulties? Can we like talk? Can we go get coffee? Can we commiserate in any kind of way? You know, oh, that one's loud. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that's just, I don't, I don't know. We're just going to ride it out. I, I mean, I'm not going to keep talking about the thing I'm talking about. Like, listen to that. That's real. That's, they're like literally outside of my door now. That's really good. I don't know. Like, it's funny because like this happens all the time where I'm recording and um, there'll be like birds chirping really loudly and, or there's like the vacuum, like it's getting closer. <laughs> literally hit my door. <laughs> I love it. This is the best. This is the best episode of dopamine. This is so good. I'm not stopping this. I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to deal with it. This is just, this is reality. This is life. This is what this podcast is about, right? This is real stuff. I know on the weekends they do. Um, I, I used to start recording podcasts on the weekends on like Saturdays. And um, I realized that they, they mow the lawns on Saturdays. So like literally outside of my door, uh, outside of our window, there's like this someone in the, a giant lawnmower or whatever. And it's the loudest thing. Like Molly and I are trying to sleep in. And by 9 a.m. we're just like sitting up in bed like, the fuck. That's <laughs> not okay. Um, so, you know. Thing. it's pretty fun i think they're moving away from the door so we can kind of get back to this <laughs> but um i don't know this is life i don't know i you know what's funny about podcasting though is like I, I i don't subscribe to the notion that you should just be in this like perfect quiet room right i like that there's like ambient stuff going on obviously you want people to be able to hear you and not have it be distracting but if there's something like someone vacuuming like you could make jokes about it or if there's birds, you can reference it or something. Um, but if, as long as it's not too distracting, but a little bit of ambient noise is fine. Like this is life, right? Like I don't, I don't live in a closet. Like, I, <laughs> I don't, like this is, that's not what I do. So I don't know. I just feel like that's a little bit weird to me. It depends on what kind of show you're trying to put on, I suppose. So, um, come on, stop vacuuming. It's not that hard to vacuum. It doesn't take that long. Um, this, th these three minutes have been an absolute eternity <laughs> waiting for this to stop. <laughs> um, but we're doing it. And you know, this is, this is part of, actually, this is part of what's fun about getting out of your head. It's like, you just kind of focus on something external, right? Like focus on like something outside of your window, like a squirrel. Oh, there's a squirrel playing. Oh, that's cute. Right. And that's something I don't do very well personally. Like I can do it really well when I'm out in public with like people. I think that's my favorite way to interact with people is like making commentary on ideas and things and stuff. So just going out and being playful and like recognizing that there's like stuff outside that is not so serious. Cause I'm definitely a very serious personality type <clears throat> with my introverted thinking. 
And I think that's some of the challenge of me also working by myself is that I need some playfulness. And I don't always get that because like, you know, Molly will come home from work and this is not her fault, but she'll be exhausted and she'll need time to herself. And, and we're not, neither of us are going to be in a place of like being very playful at all. We're just going to be like, uh, screw everything, <laughs> you know? Um, and it's just, it's, it's not the happiest, you know, and that could be a challenge. So usually by the weekend, by Saturday, we're both like, we need to go out and play. <laughs> but uh, I think I need that sooner. And I think she needs that sooner too. We both need to certainly cultivate aspects of our lives to make that happen a little bit more frequently so that we're, we're really doing things we love and enjoy um, more regularly. Um, but another aspect of like getting outside of your head is like literally asking people what's going on with them, right? Whether you can commiserate with them or like listen to their story, give some advice, um, and, and give some advice that helps other people so that you can kind of help yourself. That's kind of why I do this show, right? Is like, so that I can listen, I listen to other people's problems on Facebook or see patterns and things, or, you know, maybe Molly and I have had a conversation or like before this podcast, I had a really good conversation with a, a client of mine who's also a friend. And, um, you know, it just kind of told me what's going on in life. And, you know, it was really nice to, we connected on some things that, that we have, um, commonalities on. And, um, I was also able to share a little bit more of my story and be transparent with him, you know, cause he, he didn't really know the full picture about like my cyclothymia and, um, my complex PTSD. And I didn't really even mention that I potentially also have ADHD, but I don't know that for sure. So I don't really talk about that too much to other people other than publicly on this podcast. <laughs> so I don't know how that makes any sense, but whatever. Um, it's, I don't know. There's something about this is just like, I'm just talking to myself and I don't feel crazy, <laughs> but I know you're listening. I appreciate you. Um, so, I mean, part of that is just like talking to someone, right? I mean, and I think that's some of the beauty of like small talk sometimes too, right? Uh, like sometimes we want to get to deeper stuff and we get annoyed that we have to deal with small talk, but sometimes just making commentary on the weather is cool too. You know, like go to your local coffee shop and, and talk to a barista. That's one of the things that I actually miss about both drinking coffee and having enough money to waste on coffee at like a, you know, at like a coffee shop or something. Hey, the vacuuming stopped um, <laughs> uh, at like a coffee shop or something is the sort of going to a place and just having people be like, Hey, and you know, they get to know you and they, they recognize you and you become a regular. Like, I love that feeling of being a regular somewhere. That's a lot of fun. I really enjoy that. I think that's an extroverted intuition thing. It was like, we really love walking into a, a building and everyone just being like, Hey, <laughs> I love that feeling. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Right. So, I mean, that could be another example of like having something that is a bit reliable in your life that you can go to, to get some good feelings. Right. Cause sometimes it's like, again, it's not about masking it or pushing anything under the rug, but you can't be serious all the time. You can't be in this place of like being so stuck in your depression that, you know, there's no way out, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta get out there in the, in the simplest form possible. If that means just like walking to something nearby or going to a convenience store or just a place that you can go into regularly and people can get to know you and go get some coffee or whatever. I miss coffee. I haven't had coffee in a long time. I kind of stopped drinking it because it was, um, I didn't want it to be like a, a money hog. Cause right now I've been really conservative with money. I haven't spent money in quite a while and, uh, haven't been getting money in quite a while. So it's been a little bit tricky 
but uh, I do miss that. You know, it's really nice to get into that groove. And I think that's part of like the, the sales pitch of, of actually going to get coffee, right. Is, is you're not just paying for the ambiance or the fancy cup or um, you know, the, the fancy coffee you're paying for the ability to go see someone and smile and get out of your own office or something. Right. Um, you know, so it's, it's part of what you're paying for too. Or maybe I'm just trying to justify it to myself so that I can do it in the future. But right now, $5 for coffee sounds like a terrible idea. I can't do that. I do miss coffee though. As it gets older, as, as it gets colder, I definitely want some coffee and hot chocolate. I'm going to make myself some hot chocolate after this episode, um, which I'm, I'm kind of winding down on, you know, this is just kind of like a loose, like just playful episode because I wanted to share the fact that like I had that conversation with my friend and I left that conversation feeling good. I think he had a, a sense of direction. I think he figured out what he wanted to do a little bit, um, helped him with some Myers-Briggs stuff too. He's an INTJ and was kind of spending a little bit too much time in his introverted feeling. So to get out and, and make a plan of action is going to help him be able to, to kind of focus on just doing stuff and getting stuff done and, um, um, you know, making better, more effective decisions that way. Um, it's going to be nice to hopefully see, see if that works out in a positive way. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a client of mine, so it, it's getting me in a good headspace is also good so I can effectively help him. Oh, I'm burping. Sorry. I don't know what's going on. It's always when I talk too much, my body's just like, stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> Cut it out. Um, and so, I mean, I, I feel good about helping him and it kind of helps me get out of my head a little bit. I've got things that I'm still dealing with. I've got the physical feeling of mental illness going on right now. I'm on the lower end of my cycle. So that, that kind of sucks and doesn't feel great. But, um, that's fine. I'm just going to focus on self-care. I'm going to focus on doing what I got to do and, um, you know, just keep on keeping on. So, and you should do the same, you know, if you're, again, if you're, if you're having difficulties, I think that's what people love about this show actually too, is that it allows them to get out of their own head and hear someone else talk about their shit, right? <laughs> you hear me talk about my problems and I'm sure that makes you feel a little bit better. Right. And, and you get to kind of hear the progress too, because I'm not always somber and dealing with bad stuff. Like I'm dealing with bad things, but I'm, I'm trying to take it in stride as best as I can, because this is my life and I want to keep living. Right. I think that will to live is stronger than the will to die for me. So, um, I'm gonna keep on doing this. Right. And, um, that's the beauty of the show. So that's why I love doing this every day. I like talking to people, learning their stories. I can't get too emotional with people, but, um, what people appreciate about me is being able to just like be real with them. And, um, as long as I can continue to do that and someone gives me the room to do that, then, then all is well, everything's good. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it for this episode, this November 1st episode, this beginning of, uh, the holiday season, I guess. I don't know. I don't think about Christmas until like two weeks before Christmas, but everyone else does. So I'm like, Oh, stop it. <laughs> That's really until after Thanksgiving, but you know, Thanksgiving doesn't count. It's not really a holiday. It's just an excuse to eat around to table. I just, yeah, I mean, I'll take an excuse to eat more food, but you know, whatever. Um, so hopefully you had a good Halloween. I hope that you continue to enjoy it. If you are a celebrator of Dia de los Muertos, um, you know, you'll get to celebrate that in a few days. Uh, I, maybe I'll do an episode on that. I think that's really interesting um, to talk about and share. I think culturally it's it's a fun thing. We used to do Day, uh, Day of the Dead parties in California 
and I know they do one every year. So I'm actually really excited for my son to be able to experience that. I think, I think something that I appreciate, and maybe I'll talk about again in another episode is that my, my son is going to be growing up in a family that they very much love tradition. They love, they like doing holidays and, and, and doing stuff like, you know, my ex-wife is, is going to make sure that he is a part of parties and like everyone's coming to see him and he's going to get a lot of love and they're going to celebrate stuff. So I, I'm grateful for that. It's something that didn't really work for me because I don't really do holidays too much, but that's more my problem than theirs. I, again, they, they, they're going to keep doing that. And um, I think that's going to be good for him. So that leaves me feeling pretty excited. And again, like he's got a good support system. So for those of you following that narrative, I just wanted to kind of give an update on, on how I feel about all of that. Um, I keep getting new photos and it's cool to see him and, and I'll be able to like give more child support soon. So all of that is, you know, a continued work in progress. I got to figure out visitation and all that stuff. Still haven't met him, but he's a good looking kid, eight months old, doing well, starting to kind of walk a little bit. And, um, you know, it's cool. So all is well. So that's it. Um, I hope you guys take care of yourselves and each other. If you want to follow the show, go to dopamine.life and subscribe. Um, or you can, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever it is that you're listening to this, leave a rating and review. Uh, I would absolutely love and appreciate that. That would absolutely help the show. And, um, you still have some time to sign up for the Boss Project Summit, which is going to be in a few days on November 6th. So bit.ly slash summit to sign up for that. And um, that's all I've got for today. So go do that. Um, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.